0: Okay. So I have loved Maybelline since I became aware of it when I was, you know, probably 13, 14, I have used Maybelline for that long and their new lifter flump lip gloss is absolutely insane. It is so fabulous. It gives me the perfect puffy pout. And one thing about me is I always have a lip on. Like I wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth and I apply a lip. I'm just that girl. I'm sorry, I have to. And I'm obsessed with this new lifter plump, okay? Here's why. There's a little heat in it and it just makes your lips look so kissable, so perfect, so divine. I'm obsessed, quite frankly. Can you take the heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. A boost, all right. I love that. Look for Smart Energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media, tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how Smart Energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy, stay focused.
1: Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere.
0: Good morning, guys. Welcome back to It's Me Tanks. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the show on the SiriusXM app, Stitcher, Apple, or wherever you might get your podcast, so that you never miss an episode. Hi, guys. How has everyone's week been? I have had a very fun week, a a week where... Um, You know, one of my favorite mantras, wow, going right in with a mantra, I'm actually going to f- close on this one too because it's such a good one. The day you plant the seed is not the day you bear the fruit. That is one of my favorite mantras that I've had to really dig into over the past, well, since whenever I started this new job of mine because things take time, you know, whether it's a, something you're working on for yourself, whether it's a project. I think we are all obsessed with immediate gratification because of our phones. We all, you know, Instagram and TikTok, everything is so fast, fast, fast that sometimes when you start working on a big project, it can feel like, oh my God, this is gonna take forever. What I'm referring to is the H&M campaign that I did and I filmed it in November. And you guys know me. I like to tell you whatever I'm doing when I'm doing it because that's, I just love to. And when I was in London for Thanksgiving, I got a call from my team and they're like, do you want to be in an H&M campaign? I was like, um, is that even a question? Where do I sign? And so then I went to Spain and I was so like nervous and Mr. Anxiety was there with me. He was like, we're going to Spain, bitch. Let's get packing. We are going to Spain. Um, He was like, you've never done a commercial before. Mr. Anxiety was in my ear and I was like, you know what? We're going. So. Then we go to Spain. It's this enormous campaign. Jija Hadid's in it. Um, uh, It's directed by Bardia Zanali. And he's, Bardia is like, he's amazing. If you don't know his work, he's a complete visionary. And I was actually most excited to meet slash work with him. And he blew my expectations out of the water. Just like so creative and cool. And I had so many pinch me moments because I was there on set with this incredibly talented director and you know he's giving me notes and I I was just like the whole time like oh wow I can't wait to tell everyone about this meaning you guys um but it was just an amazing experience I had a costume the whole uh campaign is it's like it's called hotel hennes and and yes I had to practice saying that a thousand times. I was literally up in my hotel room being like Henness Henness not hennies not Hennes tennis um so anyway rambling but it was an incredible experience and um I just wanted so badly to tell you guys and now it's April so it's uh November December January February March April six months um and I was bursting at the seams to tell you guys and now it's finally out and it was just oh I'm, I feel so honored. I mean, it's really crazy. I feel so grateful that they thought of me and let me play like a speaking role. Um, I'm only in it for a few seconds, but it was just meant the world to me. And, you know, I had a new appreciation for how things get made, right? You know, we only see the end result, But when I was there on set, I saw hundreds and hundreds of professionals who are so important to the end vision and you don't always see those people so I it was cool to watch them work it was cool to watch all the lighting guys just figure out how to get the light exactly right the makeup and hair artists that are so talented it was just it was amazing and I met some cool people there um, that I you know it was it's a different it's in Europe it was mainly European models and European based talent so it was cool to meet and work with some people over there Um, so now it's out I hope you guys will go check it out but it was exciting to finally um, to finally see the whole thing and yes I want to do more acting after that for sure um I was a theater kid uh in high school um for sure my favorite role that I ever played was Titania in A Midsummer Night's Dream that was my favorite role I had teased my hair and we did body paint and in England you guys um theater kids are the cool kids. I know in the States, it's more like the, the the sporty kids are the cool ones usually. But in England, it was all about who got the the big parts in the plays, at least at my school. Um, so yeah, it definitely wet my appetite for for more acting. So watch this space. Um, but the day you plant the seed is not the day you bear the fruit. And, and sometimes you guys will write to me and say, why don't you tell us what you're working on? And There's a couple of reasons that I first and foremost sometimes I can't like this in this situation I wasn't allowed to say what I was working on. Secondly I'm superstitious sometimes so if a project is like in progress I'm like I'm just gonna wait till it's done. And thirdly you know that one of my big things is actions or kind of like show don't tell. You know what I mean? And also because I haven't found a non-annoying influencer way to say I'm working on something really special. I know sometimes I say it because I can't help myself, but there is no non annoying way to say that. If you're a newer follower, you're probably confused why I always say inquiring minds. And me and the OGs, we kind of came up with that together because I felt uncomfortable saying a lot of you guys have been asking about. So that's why we came up with inquiring minds. So if anyone has um, an option for me telling you guys that I'm working on something exciting, but I don't want to be annoying. Tell me. Words are important. Um, I'm going to be at Coachella this weekend. Oh, before I move on to weekend plans, I was on Bethany's podcast this weekend, Bethany Frankel, and we got on like a house on fire. I immediately connected with her, and I thought that I would, but you never know. And she is so smart and kind. And just wise. I really do mean that in the truest sense of the word. She's a very wise person. And we just got right in there. You know, I always say podcasting is like dating. If you sit down and the person is like, So where are you from? When did you make your first TikTok? I'm like, Oh Lord, I need a margarita. This is going to be a long hour. But with Bethany, we just sat down and it was like we'd always known each other. And we just had a really amazing conversation about how there's no right timeline. There is no timeline. That was, I would say, the theme of our whole pod was the pressure that women feel to adhere to a certain timeline and to hit certain check marks and how damaging that is for women and how wrong it is and how much anxiety it produces and how it can only result in angst, basically. And it comes from comparison. You know, comparison is the thief of joy. But you know, her and I were were just really bonding on that. And Bethany was telling me that she was 37 when she kind of found success. And then after that, you know, she grew her business. She had her daughter. But she said now looking back, she feels like 37 was young. And I was saying, you know, I I feel very little pressure at my age of 31 to adhere to timelines. And we were saying, how can we effectively, you know, tell other women to take the pressure off of of you for for adhering to a timeline. Um, And I try different things. Like I can say it, but I think for me, what I try to do is just live it to show you guys that at 31, um, I'm not married and I love my job and I'm grateful and happy and have a great fulfilled life. Sometimes I feel like showing, well, there I go again. Showing is better than telling. You know, I can say it till I'm blue in the face, but if you see me, then maybe hopefully someone out there who is struggling with the idea of a timeline can think, eh, you know what? Everybody has their own path. Timelines are made up. They are literally made up. So if you haven't listened to my podcast with Bethany, um, go check it out. Her podcast is called uh, Just Be. She's awesome. And we are definitely, definitely getting a martini next time we are in the same city. making money while they're away which is kind of the dream right like passively making extra money your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
1: friday kingdom of the planet of the apes is coming to imax and theaters everywhere This summer, one movie event will reign. It is time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. (laughs) Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under
0: 13. Going to be at Coachella this weekend. And, you know, some of you inquiring minds wanted to know if mr anxiety was coming to coachella and he he is i actually walked in on him packing last night he was putting on his jorts he was putting he was packing jorts he was like which um ones look better and i was like neither you're not coming i'm i've been looking forward to this for literally two years like you're not coming i don't have an artist pass for you and he was like no that's okay i bought a vip one um on craigslist i was like uh oh okay um, and he was like, Are flower crowns out? And I was like, Yes. If you're coming with me, you can't wear a flower crown. So apparently he's coming with me. No, but in all seriousness, I know a lot of us have um trouble traveling if you have anxiety, um, or you're just like, you know, a worried person. And it's so crazy because if you don't have anxiety, you might think, Why would anyone ever feel worried about going on a trip that they are excited for or that they, you know, Have planned or whatever. And for me, I know that when in quarantine, that's when it really triggered my fear of leaving my home um for a lot of people i know that's true and i i used to be so adventurous in my in my 20s i would hop on a plane i was working at poshmark i remember there was a there was a time when i would i was gone for like every weekend for like 6 weeks i would just hop on a plane i'd be like oh there's you know this concert here this friend says i can stay with them here i would just go 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 i didn't care i would have like one little bag like stuffed two reformation dresses in there and just go and then all of a sudden in quarantine and maybe it's age, whatever, anxiety getting worse, I just get so afraid to leave my, like to leave LA, to leave my house basically. Um, and I just want you to know that if you also struggle with that, it, it is okay. And it's never a thing where you can like completely get rid of it, but there are some tricks to, to help you. And one of my biggest tricks is to think, is to reframe it, right? Instead of thinking like, oh my God, these are all the things that could go wrong or like I could forget something. I'm like, I always remind myself, you will love it when you get there because I do, I do. Like I'm a homebody, but I do love, I love it when I get there, wherever it may be. Um, So I do want to do a larger podcast on tips and tricks for anxiety. But um, one thing that also helps me is like writing out in the notes app of my phone, all the things that I'm excited about four on the trip so I took out my notes up this morning and I was like I'm excited to see my friends that I haven't seen in a while I'm excited to see Dickie um, who lives in San Francisco and she's coming down I'm excited to see some of my favorite artists I'm excited to barbecue on Saturday and just completely visualizing those positive things helps shift the narrative in your mind right because we tell ourselves us anxious people we tell ourselves these things and they're not true right like not all of our thoughts are true which is a scary notion but not all of our thoughts are true so we're sitting there and we're being like oh my god this could go wrong like you're going to get stuck in traffic or like you're not going to get into this party or like this or that and it's like those those are not necessarily true so that's one trick i have if you are ever anxious about traveling um flip it to the positive and and write it down writing things helps so much because it really helps just crystallize and visualize things um okay got a very very important email um and I wanted to just I wanted to read it and I wanted to address it in this episode so I got an email saying hi reaching out to know what your favorite hot sauce is I know you always say to say normalized hot sauces dressings so I wanted to reach out and see what your favorite hot sauces are okay very serious. Thank you for coming to me as a hot sauce connoisseur and lover. I love hot sauce so much. There's this story in my family that when I was little, and my mom's actually in the studio with me today, that when I was little, I was like sitting with my dad, and he was like eating hot sauce, and I was like, "I want to try it," and he was like, "You're gonna hate it. Like it's really spicy. Like you're a baby." And I was like screaming. I was like, "Try! It. I want to try it! I want to try it!" Was it Tabasco, Mom? Nod your head. I think it was Tabasco, and. I tried it, and obviously, like I was a child, so I was like screaming and crying. but I think that that started my lifelong love of hot sauce, so I'm pulling up my hot sauce list, and you've asked me to rank them, and that is simply too difficult for me to do, but I'm gonna tell you some of my amazing ones, so everyone knows that my true love is the green Tabasco, which people call the Chipotle one, which is so funny because it is in all Chipotles, and I think that it should be in every restaurant because it just to me is so flavorful while still being spicy um So that one is my ultimate fave. And that's what I make my spicy dressing with. Like I'll mix it with a little olive oil and it's so good as a dressing. A couple other ones. Okay, there's this one called Hot and Saucy. It's black and female founded and it's unbelievable. The garlic one is my absolute favorite. You guys need to try that one. Zab's, Z-A-B, amazing. Um, Tia Lupita is really good. Wacky sauce is very good. Wow. Wow really, really good one. I'm so lucky because now I get sent all these cool hot sauces that are not in every grocery store. And that is just like my greatest honor. Um, yellow bird. You guys need to try yellow bird too. Oh my God. It's the carrot one. So good. Um, you know, all the normal ones are so important. Like Cholula, that's like water, you know, Frank's again, that's just like a basic human need. Um, at Trader Joe's, there's the taco sauce. Oh, that tastes like exactly like Taco Bell sauce to me, which I'm obsessed with. Um, so those are some of my favorite. Oh, Air one, Amazing hot sauces. The green one. Wow. So, yes, I am completely obsessed with hot sauce.
1: Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere.
0: said a version of the anti-ghost text which I am a big um, supporter of I always say like ghosting is small dick energy and I stand by that and I so I put up a clip from the live show on TikTok and all of these like I think they were Gen Z were like oh my god I could never like I could never be that straightforward like I would rather get ghosted and I'm like you say that now but I truly believe the energy that you give out in dating is the energy that you're going to get back. Maybe not immediately, but ghosting is just so not confident. And I get that getting a text that said something like, Hey, been cool getting to know you, but don't feel a romantic vibe. Like I get that that might sting in the moment. And I get that sending it might feel cringe, but I just think that that's so cool to be straightforward. Like I don't know. I just think that that's an infinitely better option than ghosting someone. Ghosting is so, it's like psychological warfare to ghost someone. And I was just so interested to see that people were like, I would rather get ghosted. So write in and let me know would you rather get ghosted, like after two or three dates with someone? Or would you rather get a text that said, hey, been cool getting to know you. Um, Don't feel a vibe, but good luck out there. And I said, good luck out there on the show. And everyone was like, you sound like you're sending him off to a soccer game. And I'm like, maybe it's the Midwest in me. My parents are from the Midwest. Very confusing. I know. Midwestern parents grew up in London now sound like a valley girl. Um, But maybe it's the Midwest in me where I'm just like, just be straight with people. Like, just be nice like what's what's the harm in being nice? Couldn't we all use, especially in dating, which is like the hellscape, the fiery hellscape? Like couldn't we use a little more kindness? And then that person can never say anything to you. They can never be like, "Well, they ghosted me" or like they weren't clear. I don't know. I'm a very I like to shoot from the hip and I think that I've ghosted people in the past and I've gotten ghosted, and let me tell you sending that text Is always a better option. And every time I've used a version of the anti ghost text to me, and I know this is my personal experience, I've actually had good um, reactions to it where guys have been like, I kind of figured, but you know, that's a bummer. But thanks for thanks for letting me know. It also could be a generational thing, like maybe that's good for us millennials, but Gen Z just wants to sit in their rooms and ghost each other and like Snapchat and like stalk each other's Snapchat scores and like never meet up in person. Sorry, that was shady to Gen Z, but I just think that, you know, they can be a little bit of an avoidant um, generation emotionally. And I think that, you know, the younger we teach people to be honest and kind, the better. Like, why is that bad? Um, so yeah, send the anti ghost text because you never know when you're going to need honesty from someone out there in, in dating. Very funny. But again, you know, some people like to ghost and if if you do whatever floats your boat, the ghost boat. Um, okay. Wrapping up with my sermon, I want to come back to this, which I love so much. The day you plant the seed is not the day you bear the fruit. And this is so true for a lot of things that I've been talking about lately, like a wellness journey, like, you know, when I did my my wellness episode, it, you guys had so many comments on it and you were like, I don't know where to begin, blah, blah, blah. And this is a great phrase to think about when you are beginning a wellness journey or beginning a big project or whatever, because again, we are obsessed with immediacy, but you have to think about yourself as a gardener, like visualize yourself as Oprah in her garden in Santa Barbara and you're planting the seeds and you need to water them and you need to watch them and you need to pick away the weeds when they come. But you know, good things take time. And good things they take a while to grow. But here's another thing to think about that I actually worked on in therapy this week with my therapist. Because right now in my in this new job, like like I said at the beginning of the episode Everything takes so much longer than I thought it would. Like, I thought in Hollywood, like, in entertainment, I don't know what I imagined. I imagined, like, a big shiny room where you go in and then you're like, I want to make a movie. And they're like, okay, here's a big check and a, you know, and a camera, like, go off to set. Everything takes so long. Like, longer than any of the other jobs I've had. And I worked in retail, okay, where it takes fucking eight months to get a shirt made. Um, point being... You have to be patient sometimes, which is so hard for me because I'm such an impatient person and you have to enjoy the process. That's what my therapist told me this week because I just started working on another huge big project that's going to take like over a year and she was like, you can't fixate on the end goal. So if you're starting a wellness journey, you can't fixate on on feeling amazing and perfect. You or if you're starting a new job, you can't fixate on being promoted. Or if you are an entrepreneur, you can't fixate on selling out or whatever. You have to think the day you plant the seed is not the day you bear the fruit and also enjoy the process. My therapist said to me this week she was like, "You're going to drive yourself crazy." She was like, "You just did this with the podcast and the radio show because by the way, you guys it took us nine to ten months, maybe longer, to to find a home for the pod and figure out what it was going to look like and and do the artwork and everything like that. And, and I, if I could go back, I would tell myself, enjoy the process more. I'd, every day I would call Sethi, upset, like, when can we launch? Like, I'm frustrated. Let's just do it. I don't care. I'm just going to record on my fucking phone and, like, send it out. And I wish I could go back and be like, dude. The life is the process. It's not the day you launch the podcast. It's not the day you launch the merch. It's the meetings and the creative uh brainstorms and the rich mom walks where you're ideating. That's life. And you and so my therapist said to me, She was like, You're not gonna do this again. She's like, We're not gonna do this. She said, You're gonna enjoy the process. Every day, that's what life is. That's that's so much better and so much more fulfilling than to fix it on the goal. So that is my mantra. Um, if I meet you at Coachella this weekend, I'm excited. I will probably have had multiple spicy marks, so just keep that in mind but I'm excited to meet you all excited to see all of your outfits um remember that new episodes are released every Monday and Friday and the live AMA radio show airs every Wednesday 8 a.m pacific and it's also released as a podcast later that day and also one last note if you are at Coachella please please be safe this weekend drink water wear comfortable shoes and bring a jacket I love you guys so much I will see you on Monday bye